Welcome back to another episode of the Roblox Podcast with Andy, Cap, and Coop. I'm one of those three guys. We're actually going to talk about three things today, including eggs, butt racing, and Town Place Suites by Marriott. So stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast. Boys, I'm going to say something real quick. If you appreciate us coming at you with some random sports content on a fucking Monday night, woof, Monday night podcast, big woof. We're going to make it happen anyway. Throw 69 cents on the old Venmo. Go to our Twitter page, Bob Boys, and fucking hit that Venmo 69 cents if you're feeling it. And if not, that's totally fine. Boys, I don't know. uh, Full disclaimer, guys. All this money um, will go directly to Cap and Andy. I do have a confession to make to you two and everyone listening. (laughs) Um, someone named Rick Browering has been paying me handsomely over the past year um, to actually make this podcast worse. So basically, like he was worried. He has a Xavier podcast himself. He was worried about you guys stealing listeners. He's been paying me uh, monthly to ensure that no listeners are leaving his Xavier basketball podcast to listen to this. So all the money that you donate will go directly to these two. I will not see a penny of it as I don't need it. Well, here's the thing that's bullshit about that, Coop. You've already received 69s of cents at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like, are you going to... Re- this house, this scoreboard. Without him, I couldn't have this. Are you going to return the $6.69 that you received up until now, or... No, no, no. Okay. I blew that. You, you did earn that. You did earn that. And yeah. Double agent, you son of a bitch. You two-time an SOB. Now... Hey, whatever. Are those real AirPods you have in, or do you take... Uh, or do you just make too much money mm. for them to be fake? Yeah, I make too much money for these AirPods to be fake. That was funny. <laughs> I like when I genuinely laugh at something Andy says. Boys, I never thought that I'd be able to say this, but I can't think of anything that we could start with other than the Bengals on this podcast. And I think I'm going to defer right. to you two as our two Bengals fans on this podcast. Um, well, just and, hit and me with some if knowledge. If you don't mind, the Bengals game over the weekend was huge. Uh, they went. To Sacramento State, the Idaho State Bengals, they only ended up losing by one, 60 to 61. Wow. Um, that game actually was on ESPN Plus, so we, mo- most of America watched it. Uh, to on- for a 3 and 16 team to only lose by one in conference play on the road, that's not bad. I would say I'm, pretty, I'm stoked. I don't know if this is it's crazy. I think, they're, I think they were lucky to lose by one. Oh, they're lucky. They're lucky. Definitely. Very fortunate. That's top-notch analysis. Uh, so, next topic? Yeah. Andy, uh, do you have think, any thoughts on that game? Well, I mean, uh, the, it, was, it was a pretty hard fight. It was a uh, – uh, He's stumped. <laughs> Malik, Andy, you can, Ma- Malik Porter scored 15 points. Tariq Cool scored 14. So, they're Ma- Malik and Tariq are their two best Look, players. It was really a tale of two halves. So, I like the way they fought and way to get back and cover that minus – with that, that plus 17 that they had. 
Big plus they minus. Did, guy. They did win the second half. You're right. They were down at halftime. Oh, how much were actually, they down? Uh, they were down by four. Lucky, they very lucky. Sacramento State by three in the second half. Okay, and they covered. Who knows? It doesn't tell me that on isubengals.com. All it does tell <laughs> me is that every home game has a sponsor. Their next home game is against Montana State, sponsored by Project Filter, Idaho Fights Tobacco. The game against Montana is sponsored by Idaho Central Credit Union. And then Holiday we should just Motors go through their games and their sponsors code. and hit those guys up if they're willing to sponsor fucking anything. We could get Town Place Suites by Marriott to sponsor us. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Anyways. we found a good revenue stream. Andy, for the 10 people that are still on this podcast, do you want to talk about that orange and, uh, orange and black team from Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. The, the only one where it's where you can be, you can be proud to wear Princeton. Cincinnati across your chest. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's honestly a surreal. I still, it still hasn't sunk in that in two weeks. The, it's gonna be like it's gonna be February, and the Bengals are still relevant. Like I, like we don't even know where we're drafting in February. Two months, we're gonna have two feeling. months to prepare for the draft, and that's that's the real Super Bowl. And, and think about it; it's been this will be their twenty-first game of the season. The Bengals are in February playing their twenty-first game of the season, and just like thinking about the Bengals, like in the Super Bowl does not seem like a real thing. And then, like, seeing Mike Brown hold the AFC Championship trophy is just, like, something I never thought would happen. And, of course, he doesn't really know what he's doing. But, like, imagine if they win and he's holding the Lombardi trophy. Mike Brown is, like, the first man to touch it. Like, what the hell is going on? It's like a fever dream. Not in my metaverse. It's like shit in my metaverse. I, I got to say the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and no one can ask me what console I'm playing on. That's true. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was perfect. It's like Rams and Bengals is like a Super Bowl you see when you're eight seasons deep into your Madden franchise. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it simulated this. It's not happening in year one, that's for damn sure. But yeah. dude, for the Bengals to be four and twelve last year and to be in the fucking Super Bowl. Like, one playoff win was, like, essentially a Super Bowl for this for this franchise. Oh, after yeah. a four It's everything years. we needed. Everything we needed. Just I mean, like... bro, you talk about house money, bro. This is house money. This is, you have all of the house's money. The house is literally out of money at this the point. The entire scoreboard has no money. The entire house. The entire scoreboard, a.k.a. the house, has literally no money yes. to evolve. I mean, unbelievable for, you know, 31 years – you know, no playoff wins, and then three in the same season. Um, Joe's really that guy. It's you, just know, you know, you know, says you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Joe's that guy. Joe's that guy, pal. He's the only guy that is that guy, pal. Uh, Evan McPherson's un- that guy too. McPherson's also that fucking guy. Jesus, has there ever been a cooler kicker in sports? No, no. I don't think so. I really that do is not the think only so. kicker that like is one of the dudes. Like oh, no yeah. one can say shit about him. Like he's not like this crazy thing. Like. He's one of the dudes. He pulls. He's, yeah, he, he he's definitely pulls. Can't confirm. He has as much sex as anybody else. I, I did um, see that uh, the, the Bengals team shop sold out of Evan McPherson jerseys today. That's badass. I believe that. I had a burger named after him last week. Like, when, when's the last time someone was named a burger after a kicker? A rookie kicker. 
A rookie kicker, yeah. A rookie kicker. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, like this week's gonna feel surreal, you know, when they do like all the broadcasting shit, all the media stuff. Um, well, I forget what the fuck it's called, but like you know where they just do interviews like the whole week leading up to oh, Super Bowl, like stuff. media day, yeah. Media day, thank you. But it's like a whole week. Um, to see all of the Bengals dudes in there, and then like all the fucking alums, like uh, Chad's gonna be everywhere. Like it's just gonna be insane. Like to see orange and black. And orange and black. The, the uniforms, Bengals uniforms with a Super Bowl Fifty Six patch on I mean, it. Like that. I feel like every time I see that <laughs> stuff, it's just Seahawks, Patriots, Broncos, Niners. Like, yeah. Niners. Like, I'm, it's going to be really fucking weird. It is. It would have been so fitting enough if they had played the Niners and gotten that third victory. That would have been fucking cool. That I so wanted rare. it bad. I had a. I was so close. I had a. I parlayed the Bengals and 49ers money line, and Damn. Jimmy G just couldn't get it done for me. No, too handsome to win games. Was, unfortunately. Yeah. That was that, that was heartbreaking. It started off so, so well. Sir Yacht said that handsome coaches and or quarterbacks can't win the big one. He was talking about Sean McVay, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I was like, dude, Andy Reid. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? It's been, it's it's been, been proven. <laughs> it's been done. Like, let's fuck out of here with this shit. Oh, my God. It's yeah. a good looking man. Um, but, yeah, bro, I just – I don't Faith know what America. you think of this. It is – it's just, bro, like, imagine being the Browns and the number <laughs> one overall pick that you picked, Baker Mayfield. You just, bro, like, you got the number one pick the wrong year. <laughs> And, uh, and out of all it, their chances, true. out of all their chances they've had at the number one pick, the one time we get it, we nail it. I right. mean, he was the layup pick. So there is that. And that's one reason I'm just like, okay, you got like the layup. It's like having the number one over pick when LeBron James is coming out. It was like, okay, who are you going to pick? Fucking Darko? Like, you had, you had to pick Joe Burrow. Unless, they could have right. traded the pick. They almost did trade the pick. That would have been fucking insane. But you took the guy you had to take, and he's, the, he's that guy. He's that guy, pal. He's that guy. And like, there's there's no one else I've ever been more confident in. Like, we're playing Matt Patrick, Mah- we're playing Patrick Mahomes in Arrowhead, and we're down 18. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not turning this off. Shit can happen here. Well, yeah, I was with my family, and yeah, it's 21 to three, and you know they're like, oh yeah, well, Chiefs are just too good. I'm like, I, I think they'll come back. Like, I mean, it really, happened in the regular like, season. Well, that's what I said. I'm like, well, they, they've done it before. They've done it all season long. And just I've seen enough of Joe Burrow, even in college at Ohio State, LSU. Like, it's not, it's not the same with him. It's like Tom Brady. You never, like, you never count Tom Brady out. And to me, Joe Ridiculous. Burrow, I just thought, like, man. if Brady does retire, Joe Burrow is like, I, I'm not saying he's going to win seven Super Bowls, but he's that type of player where it's like he might not be, like, the very best quarterback in terms of, like, talent he doesn't have the best arm in the nfl he's not the fastest guy in the nfl but he he wins like he knows how to win yeah. he's going to do enough whatever the team needs is what he's going to do whether if he's kind of the anti essentially yeah like herbert's like herbert's got guy, all the he's got all the fucking marks like in a combine herbert looks unreal six five oh, yeah. six six cannon of an arm like he has all the tools i'm not saying let herbert's us bad. out the ass they're just opposites like burrow's not like insane arm strength like he's not super tall like he doesn't have like all the measurables but jesus christ dude between the years man same as tom like he's yeah between the years that's a killer mentality yeah he has eyes in the back of his head on the side of his head like how weird is it seeing a cincinnati athlete being tweeted at by lebron james like being on that kind of a level like he's gonna be a he's gonna be a global icon like he's gonna be one of the one of those sports legends like like where all the greats, you know, are going to add him all the time and all that kind of shit. 
Um, it's it's weird seeing that guy in Cincinnati Bengals uniform. Yeah, it, uh, it's crazy. Just like the next wave of quarterbacks. Like we grew up watching, like Brady, Breeze, Rivers, Manning, they're all gone. They're, yeah, is, all is gonna, Tom all gone, gone though? Do we do we buy that? I don't know if uh, I completely buy that. Not yet. It's so early. He he even said today he's like, yeah, I go back and forth day to day. So who knows? Yeah. So right Dude, now not, you can't quit until Gronk gets that USA membership, man. <laughs> can't quit. That's true. And that's just a man of the people. Really is. So all, so, all the respect Andy, to Tom Brady right there. What will you do if the Bengals win the Super Bowl? Um. So I was taking votes at work today, and um. So I'm, I'm getting a list of people who's going to pay my bail. So I don't know what exactly I'm going to do, but odds are I will either end up dead or arrested. Wow. Likely naked. I think you should do this. If you're going to go naked, I think you should either paint everything on your body except for the private or paint just the private and leave everything else unpainted. Your call. I say paint just the private. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That'll probably make it look better anyway. Yeah. And at first, it looks like it just says the word "why," but as it grows, it actually extends, and it, it, you can see it actually says "who day." I don't have enough real estate for that. It's just right. a V. Oh, that's oh, that's supposed to be a W. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just the the half of the W, just the one U. You know, oh, you Andy has a coworker that pool. listens to this podcast. Oh, yeah. Imagine. Imagine having an above average size penis could not be. <laughs> Has to be Coop's the only one uh, holding holding that one. That, that's why he's got the balls <laughs> to go ahead and go behind our backs. Um, any nice small pieces. Uh, um, so just just wild times, you guys. And I just thought that Chiefs team, you know, when you know managing the clock, you know, you talk about overtime, you talk about losing the coin toss, I, all those factors. Oh my so, God. If you told me all those things were going to happen and it was going to come down to the wire, the Chiefs were going to have a shot to win. Uh, I just I would have said there's no chance that you're going to outmanage this game, this kind of a playoff game, more than the Chiefs, better than the Chiefs. And it's like when, when they're driving, when they're having this small drive, they get on our side of the field, and then uh, in the in the final minute, we have a, we, we get a coverage sack, and like we we stop yeah. Travis Kelce from getting open, we um, lock up Miko Hardman. Not an easy thing to do, and. And lock up Tyreek Hill. I mean, the the eight, the eight dropping eight in coverage really, really worked. That was a great move by Lou Anaruma, who I fired like four times last year. And so, great judge of character, Andy. Good work. Um, and then, uh, I I just I see Mahomes running around like crazy, and all of a sudden I see Sam Hubbard just make a beeline at him. And yeah. I at that, at that point, I felt like we we just won the game. And like, think about huge. how many times, like, the Bengals missed an opportunity to end the game, though, with um, yeah. Mahomes sacking him, the ball coming out. If they scoop that up, they win. If Eli Apple makes either brutal. one of us two drop in oh the touchdowns, he wins. Um, Jesus, that guy. But at the end of the day – He's like, not that guy, and then, though. And then, of course, uh, Bengals call heads, which you always call tails because tails – They deserve to fails. lose based on that call. There, there's a Why would you ever call heads? Unless you call tails. Even in Madden, you always click tails. Yeah. Heads is the only thing in the entire world that's not a 50-50 chance. It's, it's that more is the like, yeah, only 80, thing. 20. 
It's always and everything is a 50-50 to they're gonna happen or fail. Not, not when you call heads. But then they win the coin toss. It's like, okay, great. We've made it this far just for like a flip of a coin. And then of course it's former Buckeye Von Bell saving the day after former Buckeye Sam Hubbard gets us there after former Buckeye Eli Apple comes up with some great pass deflections. And then it's former <laughs> Buckeye Joe Burrow holding, holding the trophy. So it was a great day for Ohio State. Now, did you see that Joe Burrow told Ohio State fans to stop claiming him? Uh, no. See, I ignore. I if I would ignore that and just <laughs> reference his Heisman Trophy speech, saying this is for LSU and Ohio State. Can't switch now. I was at it. Joe Burrow's graduation, by the way, from Ohio State. Like as an, as an invitee? Uh, for my sister who graduated with him, yeah. So, yes, yes, as an invitee. W. Yeah, as an invitee, yes. It was also, like, one of my last little comments on the game, like, it was wild seeing the differences in protection, like seeing what Mahomes had and all the fucking time in the world that he had almost every single drop back and seeing what Joe had. Like, for Shicey to get that done with, like, the differences in lines, bro, with Mahomes has everything, bro, every single weapon mm-hmm. you could ask for. To see that, I mean, it was, it was fucking wild. Is that O-line still shit? Oh, yeah. Going the suit. And it doesn't matter. Like It's still a speed bump. They're that good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just – it's divine intervention at this point. I mean, how can you stop that offense? Like, you have too many fucking weapons. It doesn't matter. Well, unfortunately, yeah. I think one way to stop that offense is have Aaron Donald on your team. That is a thing, bro. These <laughs> O-line better be eating those fucking Wheaties. I'm going to need Joe Burrow to do like 500 rosaries because, holy shit, that might be a long 60 minutes. So, one thing that uh, that, uh, might, that might work is if C.J. Uzama can't go, we have, like, next man up is Drew Sample, who isn't a receiving tight end in, anyway. Have him in there with triple team Aaron Donald, and then we have uh, <laughs> Drew Sample in there to block. <laughs> well, honestly, whatever we works, go. like two tight ends on the field, they were doing that pretty early on in the game, which turned out to work out all right. But I, yeah, I do think it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. It's gonna be a very good Super Bowl. And P. Since Ryan, we he, are, he can in, block too. He's a good blocker. Since we're in the podcast business, the entertainment business, uh, by business, I mean we've made ten bucks off of this. Do you guys want to make our yeah. predictions? Oh, that's. I think that's what people are here for. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think the Bengals. I don't feel great about it. But I I would say I'm taking the Bengals. Ah, uh, you know, more than the Rams. Hmm. Not bad. This, this may come to as a shock to you, but I am going to take the Bengals. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, we're we're going to make another second half comeback. We're going to be down by ten at half. <laughs> lucky. Yeah, lucky to be down ten. Truly blessed to be down ten. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I'd even say. Truly blessed to be down 17. That, There's no amount you can that. be down that doesn't make you lucky. Yes. You're lucky no matter what. Right. When, you, when you have Joe right. Burrow under center, mm-hmm. we're, and we're going to just dominate that second half, and then we're going to win the fucking Super Bowl. It's going to be dump. a 37-31 Super Bowl victory. It comes I hope you've dumped all your first half stocks. I, I, did not invest in, I did not invest in first half. Point. Good call. I think my Super Bowl prediction – is uh, subpar commercials, most importantly. Uh, they really were great for, like, the first 15 years of my life. In the last 10, it's been like, yeah. well, these suck. Like, I'm I will say, um, 
what was it 2011 was pretty elite like the um the Packers Steelers uh Super Bowl those commercials were pretty elite that was the um you keep my hand your hands off my mama I was gonna keep say your hands the, off my Doritos. Doritos yep okay yeah that that was the window um but I think as for the game I think uh it depends what uniforms the Bengals wear I'm they're going to wear the Good black call. jerseys. If it's the white pants with the orange stripes, they're winning 100%. If it's the white with the black stripes, then Oof. it's like, okay, do they even really want to be here? Right. But I would say, regardless, I think the Bengals will win. Actually, I know the Bengals will win um, 24 to 17. Very, very good. All right, my last thing on the Super Bowl, what letter grade will Snoop and them boys get for the halftime performance? Uh, depends what generation you're from. Um, I'll Fair. be watching with um, my family, who's much older than I will. They'll probably um, give him an F, probably. I don't think can't it's understand gonna the be... words he says. Even with Mary J. Blaster? Yes. I don't think it's going to be the halftime show for the lower bowl of Cintas, just to right. say the least. Not their kind of halftime show. It's kind of a weird pick, though, like rappers that were in their prime 15 years ago. And Kendrick Lamar, it's because who's uh, it's because Jay Z rapped about the Super Bowl once and said he told the Super Bowl no, they need me, I don't need you, and then he was wearing Kaepernick jerseys and stuff. So the NFL is like, yeah, we can't like, yeah, you know, you know where I'm going, right? I got, we got to get someone that's old. I got you. Anything else, Andrew uh, or Cooper, on the Bengals or anything regarding Super Bowl? I think it's be pretty coitus. I hope so. My man. last it, uh, what's, go ahead. My last thought is um, something I tweeted today that I keep thinking about, and it's that the Bengals being offsides on an extra point attempt got them to this point. Had they not been <laughs> offsides, I need to go back and see who was offsides against the Titans. Uh, they were offsides, so the extra point attempt gets moved inside the five or whatever, and the Titans elect to go for two instead of taking the extra point they don't get the two-pointer the game ends up being tied and uh completely changes the game and that's of course led to the Bengals kicking a walk-off field goal had they not done that the titans would have been up by one could have got the ball back just ran it out as opposed to trying to score and uh, eventually um Tannehill threw an interception so had the Bengals not been offside on a seemingly meaningless play no super bowl beautiful metaverse it's also too crazy how uh, overconfident the Chiefs were going into halftime. They could have made the Bengals super lucky going into halftime. That's true. Man, wild times. Wild, wild times. Chiefs had so many chances. That was insane. Um, I also love the fact that UConn head coach Dan Hurley, massive Bengals fan. Where's he from? I don't think he's not from Cincinnati. There's no – there's the no connections to the uh, city of Cincinnati. Uh, his dad was that famous high school coach, uh, Bob Hurley from, uh, oh man, St. Anthony's that is. in New Jersey. Yeah. Nice fuck. Way to pull St. Anthony's out of your ass. Well done. Hey, thank I you. Thank have, you. I couldn't have pulled St. Anthony's out of my ass. I went. I went to Catholic school. I there were a lot of things. <laughs> you put out of you my know ass. all the you know all the Catholic schools. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Catholic. You went to Catholic school. Name all of them. That's hilarious. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, but he I've heard it was he just as a kid liked their tiger helmets. Hmm. J- jumped well, on the bandwagon. 
I can well, respect it. They're, they're very nice. Helmets. I had a Tomlinson poster from Book Fair. Oh, I was like, a big wow, Chargers yeah, guy. Yeah, I like the Chargers. Great jerseys. Yeah. They had really fun teams. Yeah, Chargers are easy to like. I will say oh, yeah. this is going to be eye candy as far as helmets are concerned. Two of the best helmets in NFL. No question. I might bust. Just watch. <laughs> just watching the helmets. That's true. I just, want, I just want to see helmets play each other. Fuck players. I want to see if I can change the broadcast to where, like, players are just, you know, instead of players, it's just moving helmets. Just, just floating hey. heads. I mean, if, just have a game yeah. full of John Cena's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, those are good helmets. Uh, yeah. If you don't have yeah. to use your logo on your helmet, it's a much better helmet. If yeah, it's just your logo. Way. So are you saying the helmet. Browns have a good helmet? No, absolutely not. Browns don't have a good helmet. But anything. technically, their helmet is their logo. So the entire thing is having their logo on their helmet. One, yeah, it is. They should put a rabbit on there. Play into it. <laughs> a fucking rabbit. Just go with it. That'd be so They should put funny. a picture of their helmet on their helmet. And it like it just keeps going. Like, yeah, oh, like yeah. one of those like, mirror pictures. Like, boy, yeah. There's another like just for one game. Like that could be their color rush helmet. I mean, bro. Just, like, but here's the thing: that helmet. goofy looking bunny would be a better mascot than what they currently have. <laughs> it would be a better scheme, bro. I'm telling you. It's literally because, if you yeah. put me in a room and said, "What is the worst thing you can possibly fucking think of?" <laughs> it would be what they currently have. All right, here, here we are. Here we are. That bad. A helmet, but orange. And shit brown. I, I that's going to be all applause. Hold the applause. I, I think I think the helmet itself is pretty cool. I think it looks cool, but to have the logo is weird. Then they randomly have a dog mascot. Are you getting that shit? I don't know. We'll have to ask Pat. We'll get Pat. That's a weird franchise. That down. is a weird, weird franchise. And then Coop, I was kind of with you. This is kind of sidetracked, but you know, comparing how much this Bengals. Super Bowl would mean compared to the Cleveland Cavaliers winning a championship? Like, yeah, what? what the hell? So yeah, stupid. What's that? It's the first for both. Related. Yeah, yeah like, like, I don't. Both are huge, how, of course. That'd but be it's like, going to mean everything to both. Like, you're, you're a moron. Got to have something to yeah. talk about. I mean, I can't really talk our shit because we have to have something to talk about, too. Um, <laughs> dude, imagine us you know, talking shit about what other people are saying on sports media. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're some high and mighty fuckers. You're like, yeah, that comes a lot about the guys who. Yeah, we're in a position to talk down. Moon. We're in a position to talk down to people doing this. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's weird. Simply, t- like, it's weird take, Cap. Weird take. We're better than you, and we know it. And we know, we know more about sports. That's why I have a <laughs> podcast. Is because I know sports more than you do. Yeah, yeah imagine exactly. talking about that when we talk about breakers. I mean, <laughs> fuck out of here. You know how many oh. followers we have? I mean, like sixty nine and tens. Yeah. He's gonna get we tens and tens. tens of views. Yeah, right. Oh. So, boys, all right. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna stop talking about football because that, that's just not what I'm about. But it is really fucking cool. And congrats to all the Bengals fans, even though I I can't claim. So it has been kind of painful. Real quick, like my last thing, I have to I have to eat crow, and I'm gonna do that right now. I'm gonna eat some fucking crow, a big bowl of crow. I quit on this franchise, the Bengals. Steelers game uh, where everyone was getting injured. That was my last game as a Bengals fan. And I got to be honest, I'm fucking salty because this is an amazing moment for this franchise, an amazing moment for the city, and I have to sit back and not enjoy it. I am purposefully, purposefully not enjoying this because I don't deserve to enjoy it. And so that's the place that I'm in. And I think that if you are like me and you gave up on this franchise, you should not be enjoying this moment. Like, I don't want to hear your who days if you have been off of this fucking team for the last five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. I don't want to hear it. 
But to those of you that stuck with this fucking franchise this fucking long, I fucking salute you. And even if they weren't winning, I would still fucking salute you. I should probably salute you more if they weren't winning. But you deserve this, honestly. Like, Andy, Coop, you guys fucking deserve this shit. You stuck with this bullshit franchise and Mike Brown's bitch ass this fucking long. And honestly, you got lucky because you got the guy who was the obvious number one overall pick the year you had the number one overall pick. But still, you got it and you guys deserve it. And this franchise is fucking stupid. Mike Brown's a piece of shit. Fucking congratulations. Off my soapbox. Well, very well said, Cap. I've never felt more like a Providence fan. I just have never felt luckier in my life to be. In I mean, I'm going to be honest. I do think it is lucky because like, what were you going to do? Not draft Joe Burrow. Like, come on. Um, it but it kind of is lucky. It is. I'm going to come, I'm going to call it like completely like it is, but they did, you know, put him around with the other rest of the talent that, that they have. And they do have a talented roster. Um, but you just look at, they had so many chances <laughs> to, to not be in this position where they had to get the number one overall pick, but that's beside the point. Um, but my overall point is Cincinnati fans that are still here. One, I kind of don't respect your opinion that much because I was kind of dumb, but two, you fucking deserve it. And I really respect your loyalty. So on one hand, I really respect you. On the other hand, I don't respect you at all. Um, I respect but, but fuck you at the same time. But I'm a Xavier fan who hasn't been in the tournament three years in a row. So I don't really know what I have to say. Um, I guess I'm, I guess fuck me. Right. Um, but anyway, boys. So I don't know what the fuck happened. I think my brain thinks tomorrow is March 1st because I woke up this morning and my brain said March madness theme one hour on YouTube. Turn that shit on while you're, you know, getting ready in the morning. I just blasted that shit. And then I said, okay, March Madness video game, 2005 soundtrack. Let's just blast that while we're getting ready next. Like, I can't stop blasting the music. I can't stop blasting. Uh, I'm all in on March Madness. No need to brag, bro. Yeah, I can't (laughs) stop blasting, bro. And I'm fired up. I don't know why, because I've been in a shit mood the last, like, two weeks. Xavier's shit has been sucky, very, very sucky, very sucky. Uh, but boys, I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I'm, I'm ready to enjoy the shit out of this March. And this is going to be a long February, even though it's the shortest month of the year. And you can tell I'm fired up. I haven't breathed this whole fucking time. Um, I'm fired up boys. Like I'm ready just to see the matchups. I'm ready for conference tournaments. I'm just absorbing all the college stuff right now. I, I can't get enough. I'm ready. I reserve. I took the days off of work already. I'm ready to go. And all it took to was Nate Johnson and, uh, and Jack Nungy to, hit a couple threes and caps balls are back. just fucking jacked. So you have like long dong bombs and long wang bangs. Those... I don't think that's anything to do with that. I'm going to be honest. I think even if Xavier had lost, I'd be fired up for March Madness because I feel like we've had to find a way to get excited about it without Xavier these last few years. Like I enjoyed the shit out of it last year. That was Xavier. It took a couple days to get over it. Once I got over it, it's great. Yeah. I, I went from like, last year. I went from, I'm not going to watch it to uh, just, Having a, having a great Thursday and Friday, just electric, watching every single game. It's too good not to watch. Yeah. Like, as big of an X fan as I am, mm-hmm. you can't let the X ruin it. Like, and the thing is, when we go, it ruins the next couple rounds once we lose. Like, especially yeah, in a year true. where you expect to do good. Like, once we lose, I can't really watch until, like, the Final Four normally. Like, it takes me that long. I mean, I do watch, but I can't really enjoy it, like, for a while. Um, but when Xavier wasn't in it, I was just free to enjoy the whole fucking thing. It was honestly kind of great. See, for me, last year was like, okay, Xavier's not in it. I really don't care. And then it's like, oh, well, Ohio State's in it. And then very quickly after that, it's like, okay, Oral Roberts. Um, I mean, right, it's this still... is really no point in watching it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's like I'll, I'll protest it for like two days. And I'm like, okay, no, I got, I got to see this. Like Tennessee it's still and Purdue by and far how many other the... times and you have to do it. it. It's still just by and far the best sporting event in all sports. Like – with or without Xavier, my favorite, like, only team I give a shit about and the team I care about more than anything by a mile. Like, 
it's still the best event in sports, like with or without X. Like I'm gonna love it no matter what. So I'm all in. I'm I'm so ready. And like with with the tier, like I mean, we're projected a pretty high seed, so we're supposed to do kind of well. Um, it's it's gonna make me appreciate this a lot more. The fact that we went through hell oh, the past dude. three years, and it's it's finally it's finally looking like it's gonna pay off because we have a damn good team that has a very high ceiling this year. So I thought that yeah. last year though. So, I mean, not to last year out the put window. a damper on things, but I, about this time last year, I was thinking like, <laughs> oh, Xavier's finally going to be back. I remember even what game was that against the Creighton? Maybe I don't. It was one of the, I don't know when we wore the blue and yellow uniform. Yeah, it was Creighton. I remember like I was like tweeting like take it punched, and then it's like okay, well, then they lost uh, all their next games and <laughs> and whatever, but. Lost to Butler in the Big East tournament. But uh, hopefully we don't have to go through that this year. Just like Selection Sunday, if we finally do get to see Xavier and the little X logo pop up in the bracket, like it just felt like such a long Dude. time ago since we've got to experience that. Just being in the fucking dance is going to make it so much better. I just Even wanted, if we lose by 15. is Kunkel. Just Kunkel play in March. Dude, the leg tat was made for March. Exactly. Imagine the like more it's a one shining moment. Oh man, I'll, I'll lose my fucking shit. Kunk's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. It might not be this year, but at some point in his Xavier career, Kunk's gonna do something kind of crazy in March Madness. Like, I'm, he just seems like that kind of guy. And he's got that number. He does have a number. He does like have a number. Somehow get a, a four point pl- four point play, and it'll it'll like tie the game or so. something. Incredible. He's gonna have some kind of crazy moment for sure. Yeah, I, I, it's gonna be, dude. Oh my god, bro! That for, that first half of that great game. His first Elementor oh, is gonna be incredible. That is very <laughs> true. true. What, dude? What was going through your mind? Like Xavier's getting doubled up at Creighton would have been our what was that been our fourth loss in a row if we had lost to Creighton? I think third loss in a row. Okay, Fit, uh, like but four. like four, like but the uh, the win that we had was at uh, against DePaul. Okay, that we, I think we would have really lost. Like, god. I think if we had lost, we would have lost like four out of five or something. Yeah. Um, But it just felt, oh my God, like the same thing again, bro. Like that fucking horse picture where it's great to terrible. Mm -hmm. Like it just felt like it again, dude. Like, you know, we're going to have to make that fucking, you know, that tweet that's like November steel, January, February, like, bro, like Uh it just feels like he's Mr. December. Like we just peak at that time, bro. Like, oh my God, but holy fuck. That second half was absolutely ridiculous. That Nunji guy, am I saying that right? Nunji? Nunge? That guy is uh, not Johnny. bad at putting the ball in the basket. And we've talked about that this year. I, I think that's just been a little underplayed, like how important that is. Jesus, that dude's good. <laughs> I was getting ready to change my Twitter back to Stanley Burrell, and then that came out. Yeah, you, yeah. I can't do it now. You almost said get that jack off. But no. Right. I almost Jack said get that on. jack off right now. But the jack's staying off. I'm not jacking off yet. No, no, no. Offing jack. Well, this is a jack on podcast. God, yes. I love you. Well said. You from your lips to God's ears. Yeah, thank God. And then also too, there might not be a podcast right now. Xavier loses that game. Uh it's it's been fucking rough on the tweets, the tweeters. Yeah, um, not fun. The the miserables have been out. And it was, they were even out after 
um after, after won the win. that <laughs> yeah even Bro, it's yeah. funny i tweeted like fucking uh steel haters are mad as fuck right now or something like that and it's like that fucking tweet from back in the day it's like I'm not mad. Don't tell them in the newspapers that I was mad. Like, bro, by you just fucking going off in my mentions, like, that shows me that you're fucking mad. Like, right. you you clearly want to lose. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's not everyone. It's a small, you know, part of the fan base. But they, I think they genuinely want him to lose so they can talk shit about him. Like, yes. the Mike Savers of the world. I don't think Mike Saver gets joy from steel winning. I really don't. No, he hates it. And, like, there, there, were, there were two in, in my mentions. Like, I, I, I tweeted out set. I, at halftime and said the miserables are already starting and one of them who doesn't follow me um entered the mentions and it was like uh talking about how oh it's not Steele's fault though he, the guys that he recruited and everything and like i get it but you, wh- why why are why are you tweeting at me I, I don't know you and we are not friends Just get out of my mentions and then he had and then this other dude uh like i, I kind of after we won, I kind of called them out on like just being miserable. And uh, I, I said, this was tweeted after, during a quad one victory, like try being happy once. And he goes, what was there to be happy about? We're top 25. One, we're ranked. Like, Oh dude. And like, I get it. Like when we were getting blasted in that first half, it didn't look good. Like, no, I can totally get tweeting some crazy shit and we're down 36 to 19, you know, for our fourth of yeah, five of losses. You know, um, I get it. Like, I wasn't happy. I was feeling it. I, I mean, I wasn't tweeting like fire steel, but I was, I was about to tweet like that, that fucking meme of like, I think it's SpongeBob holding like a blank piece of paper. And I was going to tweet out like the rebuttals I have for the fire steel crowd right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying fire steel, but like, if you are, I, I understand it. You know what no, I mean? Like, I'm not going to argue it right now. It was bad, dude. Like, the, it did not look good at all. Um, but, bro, like, keep what, my mouth shut. But you look at it right now, and, like, I, I think it's what, what you've done for me lately. Like, I think if we had gotten to our exact point right now by winning, like, four of our last five, everyone would be, like, over the fucking moon. It's just a, what have you done for me lately game. Yeah. Look at where we are right now. We're 15 and five, 16 and five, whatever the fuck we are. We're ranked right now. If the tournament started today, we'd be a five or six seed, um, maybe on the low side, possibly a four. Um, like, I don't know what you know what more you could reasonably want at this point like yeah there are a couple that didn't go our way that could have and you know that ball easily could have gone in for paul scruggs but like i don't know dude like i don't know what there is to complain about right now and i, I know it sucks losing games no one wants to lose games we've lost to only ranked teams and the wild right. thing is like steel has been fired by the fan base after every single loss like yeah. they expected to go undefeated don't lose games like, <laughs> yeah so I mean, you look at, easy. like, the Prov- Providence is, what, like, 18-2? and two? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course they're, like... That, that's our okay, only loss that's not might, quad one. Might have some better talent or whatever, but, like, at the same time, but, too, we're kind of, like, in this weird scenario where most of us, well, for the majority of our lives, have watched Xavier dominate conference play, you know, the, in the A-10 and stuff. Like, yeah, where you're playing, like, Duquesne and LaSalle and stuff like of course they're going to be good but then you have to remind yourself like okay we're in the big east like every team's good even the bad teams are still good like this is arguably the best basketball conference in America and like you have to remember like we're going to lose games we're not going to like just that's part of moving up we're going to have growing pains you're not just going to go from the Atlantic 10 to the big east and just roll um and I get that everyone's upset because in two 
we had the best four-year stretch in Xavier history right before Steele got here. There's that so too. it's four of the best years we've ever had. Two seed, Elite Eight, one seed, you know, Sweet 16. Like, in four, and that wasn't in correct order. But you know what I mean? And then three years in a row missing the tournament. Like, I get, I get it, it, bro. It, it sucks. I mean, it like It truly was. We had to rebuild, truly. But here's the thing, too, about being in the Big East. Like, yeah, you have a higher ceiling, but when you have to rebuild, there's no mercy. Like, no, we could be not. mid-rebuild the A-10 and still be winning the A-10. You know what I mean? Like, there were years – I remember Sean Miller, like, mid-rebuild, and we're still, like, you know, second or third in the A-10. Um, in the Big East, like, look at Georgetown. Like, they're getting fucking steamrolled. Like, mm-hmm. and they're still, like, a top 120 Ken Palm team getting absolutely butt raced. That's not a term, but they're getting butt, butt raced. raced right now. There's boat race and there's butt race. They're getting fucking butt raced every fucking night. Um, (laughs) If only they had some, uh, some program prestige to fall back on. And like uh, the the way the tournament committee looks at it, like quad one games are games. You are not supposed to win. Like that's why they look at quad one wins and not quad one losses. Every single one of our losses is quad one right now. Like, so these are games that we're not supposed to win. Like, don't bitch about losing those games. <laughs> and then, too, here's my thing, too. Like, this is not Ohio State or Duke or UCLA. I don't think this program is built for Mr. Outside hire. Like, we can just fuck up a coach and right. then just, okay, let's just hire some other coach. And I guess pick we right can back get Mark to come here, right? We've – the only outside hire we ever had was, was Mata, like, while we were in our fucking prime. We didn't fire a guy to go outside to get that Mata. I just don't think that'd be good for this program. I really fucking don't. Coach Especially, too, had. you look at where we're at, right? And, two, like, Steel's had, like, last year, I don't care what anyone says. We had a good year. Like, I know that we fumbled at the very end. We were out for a fucking month. And, there, and like, I know that that's excuses and shit, and it's three years in a row, and I get that shit. I really fucking do. But look at what we're – and then, two, we have another fucking unreal recruiting class coming in. And you look at this product that we've seen this year. This has not been a bad basketball team. Like, this basketball team is really fucking good. Um, I don't know how you can look at this product, the bas- the recruit, the, the talent coming in and want to just blow this thing up. Like with what we are in the big East, like I just don't mm-hmm. think that would be good for this program. I really don't. And, and some people just want to be miserable. Like I'll, during, during my conversation where like, and this is where I was like, okay, I'm cutting it off. Like not, not annoying yeah. my followers anymore. Um, he, um, so I said like, guys, just please stop. If you want to be miserable, be fucking miserable. If you want to bitch and complain, just don't spread your misery here. Right, exactly. And you know what That's the response well to that was? More He's, bitching. He says it's a free country. It's a free country, bro. <laughs> That's I'm the like, worst comment ever. Like, are you? Free I'm like, I'm so fucking done with you. If I want to publicly be an asshole, I can publicly be an yeah, asshole. It's a and free that's what country, sucks too, bro. Is it's like I get it. Like I didn't. I don't like it. I don't like losing. I was pissed the fuck off that first half. It was. It was miserable. Like I'm gonna be completely honest. It was miserable. I'm a diehard Zayre fan. It was miserable. But, like, I'm not going to be an asshole to other people and ruin other people and make other people's days worse. And, like, we're Xavier fans. I think people sometimes act like we want to fucking lose. Like, you're in my shit. Like, I don't want to fucking win. Like, I want to win more than fucking anything. Like, there are very few things on this on this earth I care about more than Xavier basketball winning basketball games. Like, I want to fucking win. But I'm not going to be fucking miserable and blowing up Adam Bomb like, about yeah. anything. That he, like, he has anything to do with fucking anything. Like, he did make some great been, adjustments. He did. Adam Ball it's just makes the like, lineup. He does. He does. He texts Steele what he wants him to play and when to put other guys in. Um, and he, and you Adam Ball kinda, emails him saying you need to run a full court press. <laughs> That's true. Can't they confront him at first watch to uh, say, hey, I'm that guy that emails you. I followed you here, and I really think you should do full court press. The question presents itself, were crotch plays an Adam Ball idea? 
Hmm. No, I haven't heard that they're not. I haven't heard they're not. I mean, it's he only hit me a back matter very of quickly. time. He hit me back very quickly. Uh, they go to uh, timeouts, and each player gets a Clementine, one of those little cutie things, and they open the peel, and they have plays written in Sharpie on the peel, like some David Blaine type stuff. That's an American Civil War. Does anyone have any orange slices? Adam Bomb just winks at him. I just want to see like Adam Bomb on snack duty, like in a like in a junior baseball game. <laughs> Got some Clementine slices, boys. Clementines, maybe, just maybe. They do like the little uh, t-shirt toss and stuff. Forget that, like, or or the Joseph Bada group ball toss. Adam Bomb comes out mid court. He's throwing clementines into the stands. Who says no? Who doesn't want genius. to have like fresh fruit? That's genius. I they, would love him. That's a healthy snack. They can you imagine like Weisenberger like, launching a clementine into into the into section two ten? Make it happen. I mean, if, if you think about it, like Centos now they're doing away with like the vaccine cards, negative tests, like, oh, well, January's over. COVID doesn't exist anymore. So what what else would be better than, like, you have fruit in front of you to get us through these troubling times with COVID <laughs> and the flu going around? What better way to nourish your body than fresh fruit? It's better than an egg in these trying times, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's true. This kind of the new eggs. <laughs> they really are. Not enough people are saying that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just it's just good to have some positive things to say about Xavier basketball because it was dude if we had like imagine if that second half was similar to that first half what would be going on right now we it would be, be recording a podcast that's for sure full-on meltdown mode i would i would i would have had to log the fuck off wednesday could not have come the Bengals game twice to get over it it would it would have been absolutely horrible but you look at the rest of this schedule moving forward like X is going to be in a pretty good spot, I like to think. And, and if we Very lose, it's, it's it's way worse. But um, it doesn't doesn't look too, too bad. And then, you know, if we win the next two against, like, DePaul and Butler, you know, it's going to be a whole different narrative. So, And we say every year, the goal is 20 wins. 20 wins, you're in a great spot, especially in the Big East. You're going to have plenty of opportunity. We're already at four quad two wins. I think we have a um, nine between quad one and quad two. Um so we're in a we're in a great spot. Strength of schedule has been very good to us. Get to that twenty win mark. If we win, if we win out this week, then we're already at seventeen. There are plenty of opportunities to get to get three more. And if, once we get that twenty, you got to like our chances of getting at least a six seed. And we set ourselves up so well in the in the uh, at a conference slate. We, we did uh, yes a uh, five hundred. Big East record's going to get you in. Yes. And we're still going to hear people complain about being 500 in conference play. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, love the guy to death. But yes. <laughs> I'm not. Um, I don't know if I have much else on the X front um, other than my eyes are all over that Xavier UConn game next Friday. Oh, yes. All over it. Can't wait for that Will- one. I Hurley be wearing a uh, a Bengals jersey at his next game. That's the question. <laughs> will da- Will Dan Hurley and Chris Mack become best friends? <laughs> when When's the Hurley Mack podcast starting? <laughs> you You tell me, dude. How great is it that Mack loses his dream job 
And then two days later, just living his best life, getting $115,000 a month for the next four years from Louisville. Oh, man. And just being, Sign me up, man. Being, dude, he's got it made in the fucking shade, bro. Honestly, bro, could not. Now he, he just gets to be a dad, be a sports fan, and just get $115,000 into your mailbox every fucking month yeah. for the next four and years. He's only like 50. Dude, he has it made. Like uh, people oh, yeah. are, the people are saying that he wanted to enjoy the Bengals playoff run, so he just fired himself. It's <laughs> a storybook ending, like truly. It's like, oh, hey, the Bengals are playing in the Super Bowl. It's, I mean, yeah, I'm honestly happy for the work. guy. I'm honestly happy for the guy. Like he's got it made in the shade. He's got kids that you can't you can't get those years back. Like it wouldn't surprise me at all. I've heard, I've listened to all the fucking podcasts with Rick and all that shit. And he seems like a big family guy. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he just takes the next five years and just takes that out, that Louisville fucking money and, you know, just is a dad and a Bengals fan. And his yeah. Twitter bio does say retired coach. Maybe as a Meyer assistant coach. I don't know. One time. I mean, Urban he's going to come back. Chris Mack podcast. Mack's going to – I think Mack will come back at some point. But here's the thing, too. It's tough for those coaches that get canned at a big job. Like, you look at the Miller brothers and – like, what can you expect to get coming back into – you know what I mean? Do you have to start at a uh, mid-major think, school? Where do you have to start? I think Chris Mack – I think he's coming back in on the broadcasting side, honestly. I, I think he'd that. be perfect I definitely for see that. that. He'd he's be like, great. He's pretty funny. Like, he carries – He tells it like well. it is. Yeah, I think I, he'd be I really – I always broadcast. thought he was – I always liked listening to his post-game interviews. I did too. So, my, my Steals could not is, be more boring. Man, obviously. <laughs> It's just a different guy every night. <laughs> God, broken fucking record, dude. But I, the thing is, I really like Travis. Like, I feel like I do too. I feel like he's a more likable guy. And if like if he wasn't a, the basketball coach of my team, I'd probably like Travis more as a human, like just meeting them in person. Um, but I liked Mac more as that coach. Obviously, he's not a content creator. Games. But like, you think I'm gonna listen to the Travis Steele coaches show? Uh, to hear the look, same things I've heard five million times, absolutely not. Matt gave you it. nuggets. Matt gave I, you nuggets. Uh, he talked shit about people. Mac was fucking hilarious. Content gold on. So my my prediction is, I mean, he is going to be in the broadcasting business, and I think he's going to be very very good at that. So it's going. I'm very proud to announce that he is going to be the fourth member of the Roblox Podcast. <laughs> Do you think we can match it. what Browning would offer him though? I mean, I, mean, I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can. I don't. Stuff. I haven't heard a number just yet. So we got to get blob uh, rolling and get that rug yeah. pull going before we can pull that kind of money. Oh man, we need that Maybe blob coin can, rug uh, pull. Yeah, let's just promote as if Chris Mack was on this podcast. Like, do you think Xavier it would be? Well, Chris I mean, Mack joins us. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, we put the tweets out for this podcast advertising that Chris Mack's on it. We get people I mean, to listen. We intro the podcast, say Chris Mack will join us late in this podcast, so stay tuned. Um, and then we just tell them, like, unfortunately, Chris Mack wasn't able to make it. He, <laughs> he never scheduling our DM, but yeah, time zone error. Yeah. <laughs> he was having a, a bean pizza. Couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> Forgot about that. That's what did it. I know. I mean, once that was the beginning of the end, let's be honest. Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. new coaches, why don't you let the public beef 
why don't you chill on that? Let your job marinate for a few years before you go public beef in year one or two. Mac did it. Brandon did it. Not a good idea. No case. Yes. Like going public beef? Bro, you, you don't even have job security. Now you look like a fool. Are you scared? Are you a chicken? I mean, it's bold You're strategy. not a chicken if it's beef. Yeah, I, I was just mocking Max. That's what he said in his public beef. Uh, public beef. What is this? Stock. We do not need to see any public meat out here. We're going vegetarian. That's true. Now, there's Even a if it does say who day on it. There's a non-zero chance of this. I want to know what it's less than and what the odds would be of 50, Mac 50. ever coaching zip him up. 50-50. You don't know until you give him an offer. You're not wrong. And I'm I'm willing to donate my bro ring money to Chris Mack to coach. Not as the head coach. I want Rick to be the head coach. But in some capacity, I would like Chris Mack to be like maybe it would be really cool back to have coach. Involved, though. It would be really cool to be have, have him involved with the, with JP and, and those guys. That'd be awesome. I, I don't know if he could handle being on the sidelines yet because some fans are would say some not nice things. Right. But I'd be there yeah, where I, I would like to listen in on it and see what happens. It'd be I think it'd be really, really cool. Um it'd be you gotta respect us. I gotta respect the guy though. He donated to zip him up the year before he got fired. Well done. Class act. Wow. Man of the people. Class act. I dude, there's gonna be stuff that was a wild situation though. Like everything happened with Dino and there had to be some huge drama for everything that went down there. I mean and you knew he was on his last leg. I mean, they had to can pretty much the whole staff uh, this offseason. And then to get suspended six games, like, it was a weird situation. Went downhill so fast. Yeah, I, I hope that there's more details to come out on that because it was just a really weird situation. Bro, they were the number one team in the country at one point. Yeah, that's wild. And then a year and a half later, out. Whew, expectations. Just like we all predicted. Paul so Mac is living the life. Mac. <laughs> Probably not the only thing he's doing that at. Um, so, boys, the last thing is we – I don't know what we're supposed to do. Everyone knows you'd rather be lucky than good. We are in the same conference as the luckiest team in fucking America. And I feel truly blessed. And I, I was honestly lucky to be down by 11 against them. The luckiest team in the country made me feel lucky. And it was just really cool to, like, kind of feel what they feel. You're lucky to be on the same court as those guys, Andy. Yes. That's what makes this – that's what makes the Big East so great, though, is that, like, oh, man, just UConn just destroying them for being lucky. Like, I love it. Like, it, it was came so out of nowhere, school. too. Oh, dude, I know. And, and it, it was just, like, everywhere. Like, I remember booting up Twitter after work one day, and it was the only thing on my feed. Well, and the so wildest thing the is, like, they're literally the number one luckiest team, according to Ken Palm. Right. It's ridiculous. Um, and, I and like, I don't really give a fuck. It's just funny. So I jumped on the fucking bandwagon. Yeah. And all these buttered proud fans, they're all over my shit. I'm like, bro, I don't actually give a fuck about you being lucky. <laughs> like, take take your wins. Like, but it's just, just, just a joke, dude. Like, like, why can't you guys just accept that Providence is good? Too great. Because they're just lucky. Too, bro. We just beat you on your home. Like, I, I know. Like, well, you know why? I mean, Pure luck. I'm being a fuck. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what to fucking tell you. You're lucky that Paul Struggs missed that shot that went in and out. 
Now what? You know what? Now, yeah, now you are lucky. Now that you want to be a bitch about it. Yeah. You're lucky that you don't kick your ass. That fan base has some fucking weirdos, dude. That that fan base has the biggest range of fans. Like some really cool ones and some fucking weird ones. You ever see how much it snows in Providence? Of course they're gonna be weird. They're why you can't even yeah. leave your house in that type of snow. What else are you gonna do besides like have like these weird ass thoughts and it's the people who don't live in Providence um, that are like logical and like normal. But when it starts yeah. doing that that much, people just get weird. <laughs> so, That's what so it what is. would it's the what would the Providence version of us be talking about while we're talking about the moon and the metaverse and shit? That's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying God we're forbid. not weird. We in another world, we are Providence fans, bro. I bet you. Like, normal people think we are the weirdest people on the fucking planet. Like, you have no idea how many times I've heard, like, I don't know what's in that water in Cincinnati, bro. Like, <laughs> these fucking weirdos. Dude, they think we are clowns, dude. Absolute clowns. I and think I that we're the three it. perfect representatives for the Xavier fan base and the city of Cincinnati slash Northern Kentucky. I think we I think represent it very well. No question. We definitely wear it well. But I think it's funny, too, because I think that people think that everyone's like we are. And we're just outlier weirdos. Like, we're fucking goofs, dude. Like, this is not how everyone is here. Like, it's just so fucking funny. Like, the, the vibe that I get when I go on other people's podcasts or, like, you know, whatever the fuck. Like, just they think we are idiots. Like, and I, I feel so out of place. It. And I fucking love it, dude. Like, oh, it was so funny being, like, at that zip up dinner and being in the same room as, like, Greg Christopher and Travis Steele. Like, I felt <laughs> like public enemy number one. Bro, like, like oh, it's it's, uh, so the, funny, the, the same guy that tweeted out in horny in the house and in the house horny is right. Like, you know, there's been a night where like steel or like we're fucking Greg Christopher buttoned up. He must think the most vanilla thoughts of all time. Like he booted up his phone. He woke in the middle of the night, booted up his phone, and, and reads horny in the house and in the house horny from me. <laughs> and he's just like, this is our fan base. Like, th- like how can I reach these kids? Like, we're the ones that he's making content for. Like, his job is to please us. And he's just like, what Pause. the fuck? <laughs> like, Catholic oh, way. dude. I, I just that love is it. The Xavier way. The Xavier way, bro. I love it. We're, we're just Jesuits through and through. <laughs> I just, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I just love the fact that they can't ignore us, bro. Like, they have to see our shit. And they are probably just the most, like, buttoned up, like, think normal thoughts. They would never think about the moon or the metaverse ever, even if there was a fire. And they have to acknowledge our bullshit because we've gotten so fucking loud. Yeah, you, you can't ignore us at all. We're like a bull in a china closet. I won't, you I won't want let to. you ignore me. You Give want me to. attention. You would love you try to ignore, to ignore us. us, but then it's like, okay, yeah, they're probably ignoring my tweets, but then here comes Andy. And it's like, okay, I see that, but I'm going to act like I did it. <laughs> then it's like, okay, well, there's the CapEx tweet. Then it's like, all right, I'm pushing that to, oh, my God, here comes Marcus Walters. And then it's like, uh, then here come the rest of our burners. And then you, you Dude, can't ignore it. We've gotten through, like, the legit media members, Rick and Adam, that, like, our shit seeps into those walls, bro. Like, it happened. Adam I've heard Bong it multiple times. tweeted something. Oh, gosh, my memory is so bad. But his legit tweet. And this is a man who gets paid to cover Xavier basketball. It says, as I mentioned on the at Roblox, bo- at, <laughs> oh my God, what's this thing called? As I mentioned on the at Roblox pod, and then he said whatever. I can't, I right. can't it was about 
I don't remember. I should really remember that. But like, that's an actual journalist. Like, saying, yeah. As I mentioned on the Roll Blob podcast, and people We've click on that, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Talking about the fucking moon. Their <laughs> header is a picture of them on a Three Musketeers candy bar, and that's superimposed on a dump truck wallpaper. It's just wild, bro. Like, and the they spelled their own name wrong. <laughs> and he, dude, he's never turned us down to come on this podcast. Yeah, that's wild. He does real stories, like real homework, real shit. Mm. You know how much prep we, we did for this pod? Uh, well, like in the group said, chat earlier, I said, hey, I can't really talk about the Xavier game because I didn't watch it because I was at work. <laughs> and he said, you don't have to watch the game for our analysis. <laughs> and that's true. The, committed to the game, man. And to to like, give a little bit of a perspective on our preparation for these things, mm. um, we decided that it's just best when we wing-wang it. Right. I love it. Absolutely. That's what we did. I remember it was funny, bro. Like, the cutout year when you guys did that funny shit and got me a fucking cutout (laughs) of, like, the worst picture of all time. (laughs) Like, that thing was just sitting there. And Rick told me that, like, I don't know if it was Tom Iser, but I remember it being one of, like, the the higher-ups. It was either Iser or Christopher, like, one of those, like, you know, top three or four type of guys. He's like, "That's, that's him. Like, that's the guy. And they're like, what's he like, bro? Like, asking about me and shit to fucking bro ring. Like, what is wrong with that guy? Like, something to that effect. And Rick's like, bro, you have no idea. <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to fucking know, dude. I just love it, dude. I love that, like, it's it's like they can't ignore it. I love it. It's wonderful. It's, it's the best. Um, boys, do you guys have anything else to discuss on this podcast? I think that I am out and I am about to devour this candy cane I'm looking at. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's wrap. We did wrap it up. Do um, yourselves a favor and jam that fucking March Madness theme. Changes your whole day. Happy February, y'all. <laughs>